you would be opening your Bibles to Galatians chapter 6. This morning my intention was to preach on hope. I wanted us to be encouraged. I don't know that that happened from the lesson. That was my intention was to be encouraged, but I was having a difficult time getting through my own selfishness, I guess, to uh, maybe impart that information or that intent. But I want to talk about another topic tonight. We're not going to be here long, but I want to cover something that I believe is very important. And uh, I do want to talk about my good friend for just a moment. I want to talk about the one who who I loved, loved my children, who uh, my family loved him. And uh, I think that we need to be able to talk about that with a smile on our faces. Amen. And remember some of the wonderful things that he did. If you haven't heard the story, of the chain gang, you missed out on a wonderful story. Bobby was about to not graduate. He was in trouble. The principal said, you go out and you clean up this schoolyard, you pick up every cigarette butt, every little bit of paper, and then I'll consider you for graduation. Because he had gotten in so much trouble, unimaginably so, and he had a lot of detention, and so... He is sitting on the steps of the school, looking out at the playground, and he's thinking to himself, I can just hear him now, there's no way I'm going to get this cleaned up. And just so happened, here came the chain gang. That's only ever happened one time in the history of man. It happened to Bobby Laster. And they went out in just a few moments, had every bit of that cleaned up. And so he walks back in, he says, I'm done. You can hear him. The principal said, Laster, what are you doing in here? You're supposed to be out cleaning the yard. And so he went out and he saw and he let him go home. That's just one. That's just one of many. I'm so glad to finally get to meet Teresa. Because I feel like I know her. I've got two daughters at my house right now that... that uh, for the last year been talked about being an accountant in, in large part due to Teresa and all that Bobby and Effie had to say about her. I feel like that she's part of our family and this is the first time we've met. I'm so glad to get to have met her. And you know it is so nice that when something happens and then we're able to think back and smile a little bit and that's not going to be every day. See, we need to understand that, right? We might be able to think back and smile right now, and I'm thankful for that. And tomorrow, you know what? We might be shedding a few tears, and that's okay. That's okay. And so in between the smiles, you might have a few tears, and that's when we come in for each other. That's when we begin to do the things that Paul talked about in Galatians chapter 6. Read with me. Paul made a very quick statement. In verse 2 he said, Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now, you've met a lot of people in your time as I have who were members of the church and boy they didn't want to bother anybody. 
They maybe had something going on and they didn't want to call, they didn't want to reach out, they didn't want to bother, they didn't want to be a burden. And, you know, I can understand uh, in one aspect that feeling. I can understand someone feeling that way. But here's what we need to understand is that the church is always happy to reach out and help one of her members bear their burden. And sometimes in between the laughs and the smiles, we have a burden we need a little help with. We need to bear one another's burdens. Now up to this point in his letter, Paul had been talking about, as was his custom, he would talk about the doctrinal aspects of something, and then he would have an application portion of his letter. And chapter 6 is that application. And the application is, bear ye one another's burdens. So the practical application here, I believe that... I want us to notice for just a few moments, we're just going to look at two verses, is that Christians bear burdens. Why? Why do Christians bear burdens? Because we love each other. And we want to be there. We want to put our arms around someone who is hurting and is in between the smiles and the laughs and the good memories and help them on to the next smile and laugh and good memory. And so we need to, as Christians, be able to both allow our burdens to be lifted and to lift burdens. And this burden here found in verse 2, it refers to a very large weight. It might even refer and could refer to an oppression. Something that there is no way the individual can lift on their own. So we need a little help with that burden, right? We need to be able to be encouraged to be able to give a lift, give a hand to our, to our brother or our sister and help them live that huge or lift that huge burden. Now the New Testament is full of examples of someone lifting a huge burden that individual couldn't lift. We look at the parable of uh, uh, the, the ten lepers. And we see that one leper that he came back and he thanked God. But as we read that account of Jesus interacting with these lepers, he touched the one leper. Now that was against societal norms. If you touched a leper, you were unclean. Don't you know that man hadn't felt a human touch probably in years? And Jesus reached out and lifted a burden for him. He could not lift on his own. See, that's what we do. We want to reach out and touch one another and lift those burdens. What about Barnabas and Saul? Saul having persecuted the church and and murdered Christians and thrown them in jail and destroyed families and anything else that he could think of to harm the cause of Christ and then he obeys the gospel. Well, he wants to join himself with with the Christians there and you know what they were thinking? Oh no, you're not pulling that one on me. We're not going to let you sneak in here like you're a Christian and then kill all of us or throw us in jail or catch us up. You know, and I understand where they're coming from, don't you? I understand. He had been murdered. He was a terrorist. But what did Barnabas do? He helped Saul lift a burden he couldn't lift on his own. Those are the burdens we're talking about. He stood up for Saul. He vouched for Saul. He showed his support of Saul and then the other brethren accepted Saul into their group. Jesus said, when we do that, 
But Paul did, we fulfill the law of Christ. Now how is that? How is it that we fulfill the law of Christ by doing that? Because we love one another. Jesus said, I'll give you a new commandment. We were always required to love one another, right? But he said, you love one another like I love you. Now that takes it up to a whole other level. How did Jesus love the world? He loved the hateful. He died for those who were unworthy. No one deserved the love that He gave. And we're to give that love and demonstrate that love and show that love. And by doing that, we fulfill the law of Christ. We serve each other. Jesus demonstrated it when He washed the disciples' feet. He did the job of a lowly slave. But we are to bear one another's burden. Christians are burden bearers. Let's choose today to be a burden bearer. Well, we, we continue looking at the, at the passage and we get down to verse 6, and, or rather verse 5, and Paul says, For every man shall bear his own burden. Now wait a minute. I thought you just said we're to bear one another's burdens. And then you come back just a few verses later and you say, Bear your own burden? Now I'm confused. Are we to help one another or not? Well, the answer is yes. We are to help each other, and sometimes we can't help each other. This rendering is not the best. I believe the New King James may say, load. Help your brother bear his burden. You bear your own load. Now, there's a difference in the meanings, right? The Greek term, load, was a military term. It was used for a soldier's kit or his man pack. He had personal items, and it didn't weigh that much. And so he was to bear his own load. Now, there was a burden he probably couldn't bear at some point in the war and in the battle, but he could always bear his own load, and that's what Paul's talking about. We will have a load in this life that we must bear on our own, and there's no help for that load. Now, that load isn't something that is life-altering to us. It's a light load, something simple, like the plan of salvation. Someone can't be saved for me. I have to be obedient myself. But you know, when something changes my life drastically, I might need a little help with that burden. And we see that in Paul's letter. We might be able to illustrate the difference by saying one is a boulder and the other is a pebble. Right? We can pick up a small rock, put it in our pocket, and we can hike for another five miles. But we're not going to carry a huge boulder, are we? We may need some help with that. Christians bear the burdens of others while they bear their own load. How can we put that into practice? Well, we need to pray for each other. We need to pray for each other. We need to consider each other. We need to lift up each other's names to God. We need to ask God to bless our efforts, to bless the things that we're doing, whatever the case may be. And we may even need to be an answer to that prayer. How do we lift them up? What about the idea of being able to serve? Maybe we could do something to help someone in a time of need. You know, when something happens and, and you're running around, sometimes you even forget to eat, don't you? Well, sometimes we don't feel like eating, but we won't even remember to try to feed ourselves. And you know what? We can help our brethren with that, can't we? And you know what our brethren need to do? Let us help them with that. That's what they need to do. I used to tell some ladies 
when I was in Memphis. And I've had to tell a few while I've been here, if you ask me to help you, I understand that you love me. Because we don't just ask everybody that comes along to help us in some way, do we? We ask those who we love. And that means a lot, doesn't it? Because there's not a one of us here that doesn't want to help lift a heavy burden. We want to do that because of our great love. Of course, how do we help each other? Well, we help each other by carrying our own loads, right? Let's not ask someone to carry a load for us that's simple and easy. But we're not talking about the life-changing events in the world. We're not, that's not what Paul was talking about. A load is something simple and easy. You know, it's something that we can do and, and really not think a whole lot about it. We can be obedient to the gospel. You know, uh, we can help others that would be very insignificant for us but have a huge impact on them in some way. That might be our load, mightn't it? That may be their burden, but it may just simply be a load for us. Because we don't have the circumstances going on that, that those people go on. I think now is a wonderful time to consider carrying loads and helping to lift burdens. Because we've got a burden. And we better help each other lift it. And we're going to do that because of our great love for each other. And it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to sit around sometimes and feel a little bit sorry for ourselves because of a loss. That's okay. God gave us those emotions, and we need to use them. We don't have to be tough and strong. All we have to do is just love one another and help lift those burdens. If you've never obeyed the gospel, do that tonight. It's hard to help a brother or sister lift a burden if you're not a brother or a sister, right? The plan of salvation is simple. Faith and repentance, confession that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, immersion in water for the forgiveness of sins, Faithful living, and then the faithful will help the faithful lift the burdens of this life, therefore fulfilling the law of Christ. And at the same time, we'll be carrying our own load. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than being surrounded by those of like precious faith, those who want to get to heaven and be together for eternity, Helping one another and loving one. There's nothing better than demonstrating your love for someone you love. If you have obeyed the gospel and you've fallen away, you're missing out on an opportunity to help lift a burden and you've stopped carrying your own load. But God can help you. We'll pray with you and for you if you'll repent and confess those sins, whether publicly or privately. If you have need to answer this invitation, Let that be known as we stand and as we sing.